Welcome to our podcast on A Course in Miracles. Today is an auspicious day. We met one of the U.S. Senators, Lisa Murkowski, who was just re-elected from Alaska, and we went to her swearing-in ceremony and met her in person. So it could be a whole new action that we're starting here in our work in Washington. We'll keep you informed. Today is Lesson 222. God is with me. I live and move in Him. God is with me. He is my source of life, the life within, the air I breathe, the food by which I am sustained, the water which renews and cleanses me. He is my home wherein I live and move. The spirit which directs my actions offers me its thoughts and guarantees my safety from all pain. He covers me with kindness and with care and holds in love the sun he shines upon who also shines on him. How still is he who knows the truth of what he speaks today. Father, we have no words except your name upon our lips and in our minds as we come quietly into your presence now and ask to rest with you in peace a while. God is with me. I live and move in him. Yeah, and the feeling I got when you were reading that was like a soft blanket going over me. Yeah. Like, um... It's like a blanket of protection. Yeah, it feels like that. Well, it's interesting you'd say that because we just got a few new uh, Babaji blankets (laughs) that we gave to some of our friends for Christmas presents, and we actually ordered a couple new ones for ourselves, and um, when we do the Goma breathes, this is what we lie under, the Babaji blanket, and this prayer feels like a blanket, Mm -hmm. like you said, it's... Mm -hmm like a blanket of protection. It's like a blanket of holiness. And it it's, clears our mind of all the cobwebs in there, you know? Yeah, and what I like about part two in the, <coughs> in the course of the, of the workbook is that they're like prayers. Yeah, and they're so simple, and they're only like a half page long. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the lessons in part one are two, three pages long, and these are just short, you know, prayer with a little bit of an explanation. I like this lesson because often people who study the Course, um, they get stuck on this thing, I'm not a body, you know, and they think, oh, well, I I don't have to pay any attention to my physical dimension because I'm not a body Mm -hmm. and 
meanwhile, they may be manifesting some painful disease, you know, like diabetes or something, and then they use that as like a um, kind of a get them off the hook and not take responsibility for what it is they manifest mm -hmm. in their bodies. Mm -hmm. And this is saying, well, God is with me. He's my source of life, the life within, the air I breathe, the food by which I'm sustained, the water which renews and cleanses me. So it's, it's acknowledging that, yes, we are spirit, and the spirit's going to direct our actions and our thoughts and so forth, but we also have this body to maintain. We have this physical dimension that we have to see our holiness within that context, right? And I was just reading some of my old notes from the Course in Miracles classes I took a long time ago, and it was saying, you know, if you use the body for attack, you'll never escape the laws of disease. And of course, anger is attack. Uh, but it says if you use the body to spread the word of God, then it becomes holy. Yeah. It's, it's a communication device. And when you use it uh, for spreading the truth of who you are as God created you, you know, love which created me is what I am and love holds no grievances. So when you're communicating from that vibration or that frequency... The body has a mighty function. You know, it's a communication tool. Mm -hmm. And this is what needs to be communicated. So if you have a mission to communicate that, then your body has a function too within that mission. And you have a responsibility to keep it in good shape. You know, healthy, uh, vibrant, strong, uh, able to do things in the world and this this lesson kind of goes along with that God is with me and I live and move in him well I live and move in this body of mine you know with the things that I do there are my function to do and I have to be in the vibration or the frequency of my holiness to keep my body in good shape He's my source of life, the life within, the air I breathe, the food by which I'm sustained, the water which renews and cleanses me. Well, those are all physical things uh, needed to maintain the body. You know, the, the spirit doesn't need air and food and water, but the body does. And when we have reverence for the body and the mission we have taken on, whatever this mission is, to use the body for that mission, then we have to see it in the, in the divine context. And this lesson really uh, hones that in. Like even the body is a holy temple when you're using it for the purpose that God gave you to do in this lifetime. So I think these students that say, well, it, you know, the Course says I'm not a body, I don't have to pay any attention, blah, blah, blah. You know, meanwhile, they're in terrible shape. Mm -hmm. They're not getting the full picture. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of an arrogance uh, not to take care of the body and say, well, the Course says I'm not a body, blah, blah, blah. 
Well, certainly you're not a body. You are spirit. But your body, even your body has a function in this dimension. And that's to be used to communicate whatever, whatever love you're supposed to be communicating. So this is a great lesson for that. God is with me. I live and move in him. And we have to recall that, you know, these t- 10 lessons, 221 through 230, are all under this theme of what is forgiveness. So I think as we're doing these 10 lessons, it's good to review this one page, what is forgiveness. You know, forgiveness recognizes what you thought your brother did to you has not occurred. It does not pardon sins and make them real. It sees there was no sin. And in that view are all your sins forgiven. So, you know, it's like what people do to you in their bodies has no meaning unless it's expression of the love that created them. If it's something you take offense to, then it's only your ego that could take offense and it's only their ego which could do those things that offend you. So this is saying, well, in the real world, <laughs> in, the, in the reality of who you are as God created you, that stuff didn't even occur because you're not an ego. So this is where you have to transcend the body, you know? So there's instances where you have to transcend the body, which is what this is talking about. And then there are instances where you have to take care of the body for your communication of your mission here, which is to communicate love, to communicate the absolute. So you have to decide, well, where are you with that, you know, when it comes to the body? Forgiveness, on the other hand, is still. Because it says, unforgiving thoughts do many things. In frantic action, it pursues its goal, twisting and overturning what it sees as interfering with its chosen path. Distortion is its purpose. This is unforgiving thoughts. It sets about its furious attempts to smash reality without concern for anything that would appear to pose a contradiction to its point of view. Well, it's interesting, you know, that we met this politician today. I don't even know if I'd call her a politician. Mm. I I would probably call her a statesman or a stateswoman. Mm. So Tarasing made that distinction. You know, when he met people like Nehru, he said they were not politicians. Gandhi was not a politician. They were statesmen. Mm. They were people who could maneuver in those um, those environments of government, and they're like bringing the highest thoughts, the highest divine thoughts. Like Lincoln was a statesman. Mm. You could call him a politician, but he transcended the level of politician and became a statesman because he was, he was exercising divine will within that environment of, of the political arena, 
right? So a person that rises above politics and becomes like a tool of the divine in those, in those uh, arenas is a statesman, not a politician. Mm. So I think we met a true statesman today mm. in this lady, Lisa Murkowski. And we'll see where it goes, you know. Our friend Donna is, we met at Babaji's ashram, is one of her personal assistants. So we'll see where that, that relationship goes. Forgiveness, on the other hand, is still and quietly does nothing. It offends no aspect of reality, nor seeks to twist it to appearances it likes. It merely looks and waits and judges not. He who would not forgive must judge, for he must justify his failure to forgive. But he who would forgive himself must learn to welcome truth exactly as it is. Do nothing, then, and let forgiveness show you what to do through him who is your guide, your savior and protector, strong in hope and certain of your ultimate success. He has forgiven you already, for such is his function given him by God. Now must you share his function and forgive whom he has saved, whose sinlessness he sees and who he honors as the Son of God. Well, that would be anybody you have a grievance toward. You have to see that, you know, your creator is honoring that person as a son of God. So do you want to keep your grievances? Mm -hmm. And this thing about being still, do nothing then and let forgiveness show you what to do. You know, people are at the, that are at the level of this, this senator we met today, they have a still mind. They're not coming from opinion. They're coming from facts. And they're coming from assessing the facts to see what's the greatest good. All right? So in order to do that, they have to be free of motives. They have to be free of opinions. They have to be free of agendas that they think they want to get through. And they have to receive what's the truth. And then when they receive the direction, they act on that. But it's not something that they make up. It's, it's like they're, they're a hand in the will of God kind of thing. You know? And so we'll see if that, um, you know, if that relationship develops. God is with me. I live and move in him. It's interesting, that would be our lesson today when we meet this senator. Mm -hmm. The spirit which directs my actions offers me its thoughts and guarantees my safety from all pain. He covers me with kindness and with care and holds in love the sun he shines upon who also shines on him. How still is he who knows the truth of what he speaks today. Well, I felt that stillness when we met this senator. Mm. Did you? Yes, I did. I mean, I felt it in her. I felt it in us. I felt perfectly comfortable. I felt perfectly in the moment. It felt like an authentic meeting. It wasn't forced. It wasn't something uh, we sought. It was a meeting that was given to us. 
So I really felt like we were in this space of, of divine will. I just wanted to like share this one line from yesterday because we were, we were saying this prayer where we were saying to God, I seek the peace that you give and I come in silence. And it's like in the silence we're waiting to hear the voice for God, right, in ourselves. And then Jesus says, I'm sure that he will speak to you and you will hear, accept my confidence for it is yours, our minds are joined. I think that we, we have to remember that about part two. Yes, it's God sort of speaking to us, but it's also our mind is joining with the Christ mind. And that's what makes part two so powerful. Mm. And that's what makes it a gift of God. We're joining with the Christ mind to receive the gift of God, whatever that is in the lesson. You know, in this case, it says God is with me and I live and move in him and he's in the air I breathe and in the food I eat and in the water I drink. You know, he's everywhere, even in my thoughts, in my spirit. So this, this divine connection, it's leading us to. And it's through the Christ joining with our mind with the Christ mind that we're able to accept it as an actuality. And it, it says that in this, this lesson just before, you know, accept my confidence for it is yours. Our minds are joined and we wait with one intent to hear our Father's answer to our call. So when we join with the Christ, we're actually opening the gate for us to receive the actual presence of the lesson. Mm. What do you have to say, Sandra Ray? Well, I just feel comforted by that, those words today. That, that's the good thing. It's comforting. Yeah. God is with me. Mm -hmm. I live and move in him. Peace to my mind. Let all my thoughts be still. So those are the first two lessons in part two. And we look forward to sharing tomorrow with you guys. Okay.